Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. This is Dirt and Sprague. Are you a big man? Pop, I'm talking to you. What? You wake up in the morning, you put on my big boy pants. You put on a little jacket, you go. You take your lunch because you got big boy pants on. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. I can say big loud things. I can be demonstrative. This is how you conduct yourself in a democracy. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. They want to look to the future, we've got to tear down the past. Babe Ruth was nothing more than a fat old man with little girl legs. The Fan. That's right, Steinbrenner. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no dirt, there is no Sprague. Luke Anderson, Schultze filling in. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. That was not a very Christmassy uh, open. Uh, but I, I can only, I can't go and cut three. I That's fine. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I know Jeez, you're, you're so defensive. No, I feel bad for the listeners. It's, I know no, you are Don't feel bad for the listeners. You're going to sing to them at some point. Uh, a, some of them may uh, not a, want that. I don't care. It's going to be Christmas-tastic. I'll get you all the lyrics sheet to the Hawaiian 12 Days of Christmas. It'll be delightful. We'll start from 12 so we can go through. Uh, I will I will make uh, utterances of uh, shakabra behind you the whole time. It'll be it'll be great. Uh, so we'll do that. You love Waikiki. I love Waikiki. It's good. We're learning stuff about each other. We're learning stuff about the audience. Uh, somebody hates Joel Embiid. Say, the, I, I read you his stats, and they said, uh, call me when he plays through a foot injury. Uh, I get it. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is I want parody, and I want stories around the NBA, especially when my team, terrible. Uh, but before At I do that, NBA I does load management. Not hopefully not this year, but it's <laughs> like and other stars don't play as much either. Dude. All right. Well, here here's what I need to do before uh, before I get too far. Did you get that trip booked? <laughs> yes. This is the well. Here. Okay. I need to, I need to explain uh, this to you. Uh, woo. Don't need an eighty two foot uh, RV. So. It Luke because... Anderson is so in on sports this morning, everybody. We, oh, can, we hey, can tell. You know what? You can sassle frass me all you want. I'm the only one that's talked sports today. You just you threw in uh, little anecdotes. You've been just as distracted as I. My what did you say yesterday when we talked briefly uh, about what we were doing today? That's like, dude, we can do Christmas. We can do sports. Like I you said, care. we can do whatever. And we can do whatever. I am so like Souk last Friday. This is my last day before like Christmas. So I, I'm I'm just out the door. Okay, so. It... Here's what happens. Recreation.gov opens up the booking for campgrounds at the Russian River in Cooper's Landing, Alaska, exactly six months before the date that you're trying to book. So this is day three of me trying to book a campground at the Russian River. What happens is at exactly 7 a.m., six months to the day, you could go in and book the campground. Now, we're doing a four-day trip. You can only book a three-day campground, so we were never going to be able to book the whole thing in one fell swoop anyways. Okay. So what we've had to do is we took the next closest campground for day one and day two of the trip. Same thing happened last year. Secondary campground, just fine. But now on day three and four, we were trying this morning at exactly 7 a.m. You have to have in your cart ready to go the campground that you want, and you hit it, and within less than a minute... Every campground is sold out I know how that goes. on the entire in the entire site. Okay, so we synchronize watches across it. My brother is sitting in his house. My sister has her computer up. Uh, we have different logins for Recreation.gov, and we're all trying to do it. And my sister-in-law, two years in a row, 
able to book the campground. She got a site 39 at the Russian River. She is a hero. I do not use that word lightly. I don't toss it around. But she was able to book it. We now have a campsite at the Russian River uh, for the 20th through the 21st mm-hmm. of June. And it's going to, yep, it's going to be fantastic. If only, if only we had something in the uh, system where we can make clapping noises for you, uh, you could just push that button and oh, we can do that. I, I but you know what? Uh, how I you want to know where it is. You produce, I'm not on the, uh, I'm not on this page of drops. You produce like however you want to produce, but, uh, we got the campground booked. Uh, the Russian river. If, uh, if you've never heard of it is, uh, one of the more bananas places in the world. There you go. A cheering crowd this is for, for you. Faye. No, not for me. Well, I didn't book it. I got, I got the same message. I always get, this is a popular site. And unfortunately someone else has reserved it. For those dates, there are plenty of other fantastic options available, though. So let's look for another location. That's the warning that I got both on my laptop and my cell phone because uh, I was trying to book two sites at the same time. But the second the clock switched, and I even tried the like, let's try it a second before. Never works. That, it always goes. Not. It always comes up with a warning. You can't book this until uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, which is funny because on the site it goes. You're allowed to book it at 7 a.m. Pacific time, but then the warning comes back, tells you Eastern time. That's so weird. This may not matter to anybody else, but it, it matters a great it deal just, to me. It sounds like this is like buying Taylor Swift's concert tickets. That's that, that, that's a challenge, and this also sounds like a challenge. If I went to Taylor Swift and came back with 240 pounds of sockeye salmon fillets, uh, yeah, it would be the same thing. Hell yeah. My dad does the same thing every summer. Yeah. Every June. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. So last year we came back. Do, do you know where he goes? Um, It's in the... No, I got to go look it up. It's okay. in one of the kind of the little offshoot... Very, very oft, not oft visited towns. Like there, yeah. the road is closed to this town during the winter. That's yeah. all I know. Same thing. So we we looked we looked uh, a couple years ago. We were trying to book a site and we weren't able to get the ones that we wanted. But we waited a few days after they were open. We ended up twenty miles away, but the closest cabin to it was only accessible by float plane or snowmobile. Ah, very so, Alaska. Yeah, the booking options uh, disappear and dwindle very, very quickly. Um, am I reading this text right on the Vancouver Ford text line? It says, Schultze as the only other Ram fan that listens daily, uh, I better get a Thursday night football breakdown. Oh, Are you a Ram, in fact, a Rams fan? I am a diehard LA Rams fan. Everybody always gives me crap for it, but my dad grew up here on the West Coast with the Rams in Los Angeles. They moved off to St. Louis, and actually, the Rams are the only NFL team with a championship representing three cities, by the way. Three cities? Do they have one for Anaheim? No, they have one for the Cleveland Rams back, I believe, in the 40s or 50s. So that one's kind of the offshoot, like whatever, but it was technically an NFL championship. So they were like in the random part of the country at that point. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis and then uh, Los Angeles as well. But we can do a little Rams breakdown. I mean, they're... I don't know. Well, I'm just prime saying, video Thursday night no, football no, that's, game. That's fine. Listen, as I, I am a Seahawks fan, I imagine there are more Seahawks fans and Rams fans listening right now. But with a gridlock at seven and seven to have two teams fighting for a wild card spot on a Thursday night, this is fantastic. A lot of so seven if and seven you, teams. Uh, well, I mean, in the in the NFC, what are there four? Yeah, I think. It well, might, maybe uh, there's five because who's who's leading the uh, who's I leading? There were five or six. Still who's leading the South right now. right now? What what's? If only there were a way to pull up the standings oh, for I the am. NFL and make them available to us, it would be in the just, NFC. Just a real boon for us. Yeah, we got five in the NFC: the Vikings, and then of course the Bucks and the Saints and the Rams, along with our Seattle yep. Seahawks. Yeah, so not your Seattle Seahawks. Your Rams. Our fan. Seattle Seahawks here on Ten to the Fans. Oh, don't no, don't give me that. If you're a fan, don't don't uh, don't. Try Try to own the Seahawks. Uh, Steelers uh, and the Broncos also in the AFC are yeah. seven. So seven right now, right now in the uh, wild card. So if you look at the uh, playoff standings, so if the playoffs were to start today, uh, your seven teams that are in would be, um, of course, your division leaders. So you would have the San Francisco 49ers would be your one seed. Dallas Cowboys have uh, leapfrogged the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, who have already clinched a playoff spot. Tampa Bay is your leader at 7-7 seven and seven in the division. 
uh, because of the tiebreaker over New Orleans. Um, so they those would be your four uh, division winners. The Philadelphia Eagles are your first wildcard team. The Minnesota Vikings are your second, and the Los Angeles Rams your third. The two oh. seven and seven teams on the outside looking in are the Seattle Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints. A lot of reasons to be excited about LA this year. I mean, honestly, the Saints are kind of they are what they are. The, the David Carr like success one game. David just, Carr. Sorry, wow, oh. Freudian slip there. Derek Carr. I was just listening to a David Carr. How's that take. Freudian? Do you want to have sex with David Carr? No, because I because I was just. <laughs> listening to a david carr youtube clip last night okay. so just I, saying Derek Freud, like, freudian implies uh mm-hmm. well, it doesn't always bow, have to but i, I guess think it, it does okay never mind so yeah maybe i just i just think secretly think i do want to sleep with uh, david carr that, no so the Derek carr you know success one week and then the next week even though he has a bunch of talent around him like they were thought to be way better than they actually are. I think the Rams can go in and beat them. They've had a lot of success in the past, like, uh, I'd say three to four weeks, on and off, obviously, the whole season, though. Um, they're playing a lot of good football. I mean, for the last five, they've won. And Ernest Jones and <laughs> Aaron Donald are just, they are tanks to watch every week. So so I'm excited about that. And obviously, I mean, what else do you need me to say as far as a preview goes? Matthew Stafford, who I think, has thrown like 12 touchdowns and one interception in last few games. He's on one, just like the Rams yeah. have been on one for the last five. He's got the weapons of Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. So I I, I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? That the Rams have much more talent overall on the offensive side and the defensive side. The Saints kind of compare with Los Angeles on the offensive side as far as weapons go, but their quarterbacks at this point don't compare. Matthew Stafford's way better. The spread's four. I say the Rams probably win by a touchdown, especially since they're at home, but it's the NFL and who the hell knows? We've got Christmas coming up, so all these, you know, all, all this stuff could be could be on these guys' minds, like involving, uh, you know, who knows? Like, they, they got stuff on the side. They 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 got kids to buy gifts for. Like, this is a busy time of year. So what? I bet you there's going to be a breakdown. What just happened? What? That breakdown went so si- ah, But you know what? They have to buy presents for their kids, so who knows what's going to happen? I am in the Christmas spirit, brother. I and suppose that's- so. Well, I'm I'm thinking about my own life, trying to get like stuff sorted before the Christmas holiday on Monday, and you know, millionaire or not, these guys got to do the same thing. So what I'm saying is there's probably a couple of starters that aren't going to be totally focused on either side. Like, this is a legitimate part of the breakdown, all right? Okay. So anything can happen. Okay. That's, these that's are professional. The college football, I would buy that. For the NFL, if these guys don't know how to focus because Christmas is do coming. Do you show up 110% focused to your job every day? If Aaron Donald was trying to kill me, I would. Uh, yeah, dude. I, when was the last I, time? I, I, when was the last time you misnomer. were? When was the last time you were tackled at work? <laughs> that's that's not a fair comparison. Well, These guys are yes, only... our job is not a fair comparison to the NFL. That's what I'm saying. This is exactly my point. These guys show up every day Ooh, with man. oh, they're you're not t- ready every single day. Uh, I, no. But every Sunday, every no, Thursday no, night, they no, no, bet. No, no, okay, no, no, no. they are in the middle of a playoff hunt. If you can't knock Christmas out of your head, it's not even the Christmas day. You're like, oh, he was going across the middle. Well, he must have been thinking about little uh, Tommy and Susie back at home and uh, what he's going to get for them. But uh, I'll tell you what he's what he's not going to get for them is. Uh, uh, he's not going to get them a uh, coherent sentence because that brain injury is going to be traumatic. Like, what? I was trying to think of a nice way to say that he's going to be drooling a lot, uh, but uh, most of them were very inappropriate. So well, Travis Kelsey's drooling there. because he's looking at Taylor Swift. See, that there's another one. He's probably thinking a lot about all the really? rumors about, you know, maybe he's going to propose to Taylor Swift. What, have they known each other three months? Like, there's other things going on. Are they pros? Uh-huh. Yes, I'm saying okay. Not every single one of the 11 on both sides is going to be 100% focused for tonight's game. And I bet you, if I talk to some insiders, not that I know any, <laughs> I'd be right. Because I'm just Call the Schultz. other Jordan Schultz. Yeah the other, yeah, the other Jordan Schultz has all the insider connections. Have you reached out to him? Oh, I did on Twitter. Uh, oh, keep doing it. Just just pick away until when. we can get the Jordan Schultz. Uh, Jordan Schultz. Oh, he ignored uh, me. I don't. I, I, I think I got you, left on red. You sent him one message. At keep, least three. Okay. At least three. Make it thirty-three, and then we'll oh, talk. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will bring you the schedules of these five teams in the NFC that I'll set at seven and seven because this is where it gets interesting. The winner of tonight's game does not have a clear path to the playoffs, at least in my opinion. Uh, I will tell you who has the most invited 
fighting schedule. And uh, if they end up not making the playoffs, it is all on them. Uh, but we will do that next. You're listening uh, to a Luke and Schultz edition uh, of, of a show called Dirt and Sprague. This is on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Dirt and Sprague gone 1080. The Fan. All right, Santa baby. That's right. Luke Anderson uh, filling in for Dirt and Sprague, filling in for Swag. We have uh, Schultze. Uh, this show has been award-winning so far. If you've missed any part of it, uh, first of all, shame on you. Uh, second of all, don't fret. Service Patriots podcast on the fan uh, is available at 1080thefan.com, odyssey.com, uh, in your local grocer's freezer, the Service Patriots um, are your home's comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest specials uh, for our listeners only at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. So you can go uh, right there and uh, check that out. Um, Schultz uh, is convinced that uh, the football players uh, in tonight's game will not be paying attention <laughs> to football because they're too worried about Christmas. The holiday season is the most stressful time of you the know year. What? Can, can we stop treating the entire <laughs> roster of 53 players that, that like they're all getting 10, 20, 30 million dollars a season? You go look at any NFL roster, no. there's a good chunk of guys making. $750,000, like near the league minimum. Like, there's literally half the team yeah. making almost no money. Sure. And what, there so are why, guys, why, why are they playing, and why are some of the more talented guys coming out of college, these these second, third, fourth-round busts that had really great NFL grades, why are the guys on the field compared to the guys with equal talent that are not? They're better, obviously. No. I, no, not no. It's not. Ob, they're goes. not obviously better because there are guys that make it in the league where you go, "This guy is a can't miss prospect," and guess what happens? They uh, miss. Right, I, I guess I'm kind of confused to what you're asking. The focus is is the difference. the The difference between a guy like Puka Nakua, who was an afterthought. I think that's just pure athletic ability, though. That's overlooked. I, I I don't disagree with that, but he is not the most talented wide receiver in the NFL. He is more focused than a lot of guys out there and the reason that guys like that stand out and and the funny thing is when Pukanukua broke in week one week two week three yeah. of the NFL season you look back at his resume he leads the history of Utah in receptions at the high school level he went to college where he did not play at Washington before he transferred back to BYU so he was not just overlooked in the draft he was overlooked in college and ended up at a second location so guys like that that have have as much ability or near the ability of other guys, they make it through on focus. So what I'm saying is the guys that can show up week in and week out and perform because they don't get distracted by things like Christmas are going to have better success in the NFL. So if if you if you come to me at the end of the game and your analysis is like, hey, you know, uh, we just weren't that focused. Uh, everybody's really concerned about Christmas right this year. You know what? 
I, I get out well, of the league. No one's gonna say that. I'm just trying. You said that. I'm saying that there's going to be a couple of people because of the time of year on either team that might not show up hundred percent focused. There, that could affect the game. The, that is the, all I said. I didn't even that, say it was a sure thing. More likely to affect the game is the this is a big moment. We absolutely need this. And if anything, the clenching or the over efforting for things is going to be more likely. So so here's here's the scenario well, that we're talking about. only had four days to prepare anyways. Like, here's, like there's, well, ah, I just, the, thurs, the Thursday night uh, schedule, I think, is stupid. The, the way they cannot figure out how to set this up where it is a uh, Thursday night coming off of a bye week or something where they can get proper rest. The, what, the best Thursday night game of the year, uh, I think, would be hard to argue against would be Seahawks losing to the Cowboys in the final moments. Oh, yeah. What was what was the difference between that game and the other Thursday night games? I mean, entertainment value? <laughs> they both played on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's So they, they, both they both had, had a, a full Thank week, you. a full week rest. So you go in there and you have two teams fully Even prepared that. after, you know, waiting a full week to go and play those games. And it showed on the field. I mean, it was it was a shootout. Both teams played well. The decision not to block Micah Parsons on the final play of the game when you need to pick up a fourth and nine oh, is the dumbest God. decision. Probably not a decision, uh, but uh, the dumbest oversight. Uh, that I've ever seen. Let's but, leave DJ Dallas to deal with Micah Parsons. He, he didn't even try to block no, it. No, he it didn't. Was ju- he just turfed it. Nobody picked up number 11. Bleh. But that was the only guy within four yards of him was yeah. DJ Dallas. Whatever their plan was on that play, it was the poorest execution of a plan. And if their plan was to leave a free rusher who might be the fastest defensive player we've seen since LT, probably a bad idea. Yeah, you can't really identify the <laughs> open guy if it's <laughs> Micah Parsons coming at you. Yeah, you do not have time to react to that. <laughs> no. uh, oh my God. A, lot of, a lot of guys that you uh, that you uh, don't want to leave unblocked, uh, that guy might be number one on the list. Might be. <laughs> I mean, like all time or this year? For, yeah. Certainly playing right now. Oh yeah. Yes. I, no, he's he's probably one of the top three, other than yeah. T.J. Watt. Yeah, no, there's a couple yeah. guys. Yeah, you don't you don't want. Anyways, leave him as a free runner. So let's reset the conversation. There are five seven and seven teams, include the Seattle Seahawks, and both teams playing tonight on Thursday Night Football. I wanted to give you the schedules looking ahead, and I will start with uh, what I think is uh, the least consequential but the most uh, interesting. So the Minnesota Vikings are a team where I've talked to Vikings fans. We have one uh, here in the building uh, who works in our accounting department who is uh, kind of an insane person, where immediately upon losing Kirk Cousins, well, let's just take the whole season. Whoa. Yeah. Of course, he kind of thought that before they lost Kirk Cousins. Let's just take the whole season. I mean, that's fair. It yeah. wasn't really a great outlook for them well, past game three. Sure, but where do they sit right now? They sit right in the thick of the wild card hunt. Here is a schedule remaining for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, this is a pet peeve of mine that works out pretty well because I, I look at the schedule every year, and the difficulty that the NFL schedule has in separating division opponents you play everyone in your division twice. Mm-hmm. Why would you have to play them twice in three weeks? See, that's the you seem like you're, it seems like the schedule is always lined up perfectly. Like they play one opponent, yep. you know, that's really good from the opposite conference along with that, and then the other like adjacent conferences. They kind of go a rotating schedule every two or three years, so they have all this planned out. But yet you still throw your division opponents two in the next three weeks that what the hell are you doing i totally agree with that but sometimes it works out here is the final three games for the minnesota vikings hosting the detroit lions this weekend hosting the green bay packers next weekend and at the lions to finish it out that feels like at least one loss at least at least at the very minimum one loss, right? I think we can all agree to that. Yes. So you think the Lions could beat him twice? Well, yeah, I don't think there's any question about yeah. that. But you, if if you're a team that wants to control their own destiny, you only need them to lose once, right? So if you're one of these seven and seven teams and you can win out, then you have free run to uh, to to the playoffs, right? So it's kind of up to you. Now the division leader right now is in the uh, NFC South is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are at 7 and 7. They play this weekend on Christmas Eve. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars, followed by 
the New Orleans Saints, who are playing tonight in a matchup of seven and seven teams, they finish with the Panthers. That is probably going to be a matchup next weekend for your division winner. Absolutely. That's that's the way it looks to me, and that may be regardless. I don't know how the tiebreaker works out, but it feels like that will be a, a matchup for the division. So you can assume that the, the schedule is pretty easy to understand then for the uh, New Orleans Saints. They are going to play the Rams tonight, Buccaneers on uh, New Year's Eve, and then they finish with the Falcons. So they've got two division uh, opponents to go up against there. So... Right there, Bucks or Saints are both losing at least one or one game. One of those two teams is losing one game. And we know the Rams are losing one game because they are playing tonight against the Saints. So the Saints or Rams will lose this game. Yes, yeah. The Buccaneers or Rams. So that one of those teams is not getting out unscathed. It is a tasty combo. Twice. Now, your Rams final run of the schedule, Saints tonight, Giants on New Year's Eve, and on the seventh, they finished their season against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, a little tougher finish for them. They well, and and they have uh, a division that is is out of reach, but the 49ers are still playing for that number one overall seed. Yeah. And with one bye week, that makes things very interesting. So you've got the Cowboys and the Eagles still there within striking distance. So if they can get close. There's no excuse for the 49ers not to show up for the final game of the season. Yeah. But if they have it locked up, could be very different. Here's your schedule for the Seattle Seahawks. This is your fifth and final team that is at 7-7 seven and seven right now. And I'm not saying they will win all these games, but if you are a Seahawks fan and they cannot win all these games, they don't belong in the playoffs. This is my opinion. Now, they can still make it with a loss, and tiebreakers get funky, and I know there's a lot of things. And you can count two losses on the Vikings schedule. You can probably t- count two losses on the Saints schedule. So I'm not saying they can't make it with a loss. But they control their own destiny, as far as I can tell, if, if I'm reading all the tea leaves correctly. They play at the Titans, they host the Steelers, and they finish at the Cardinals. Ooh, I mean, the Titans is going to be a wild card because, like, Will Levis sure. could throw for four touchdowns. He could throw for I understand three interceptions. That. I understand so. that. But if you want to be a playoff team, I'm not saying you have to. And I'm not saying that they'll go and, and wreak havoc. But if you want to be in the playoffs and you control your own destiny, you've got three weeks of playoff fo- football, the way I look at it. Okay. You should be able to win all those games if you are a playoff team. Well, the fact that I'm a little concerned that the Seahawks could just, you know, kind of lay an egg and not show up, play early in the birds. season like they did. Birds and, lay well, eggs. That's true. But, like, they, when, when they've been bad this season, they've had no success in the red zone. And, and yeah. you know, thankfully they've been able to turn that around, but but mostly with their backup quarterback, you know, with Drew Locke with that great win, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I think the Seahawks fans obviously still, like, Geno Smith, thank you for what you did. We're kind of searching for our quarterback here in Seattle now. Like, we don't really have quite the answer. He's okay. He's not great. And even if it is Geno Smith under center, I'm still questioning whether or not they're going to beat the Titans. Titans defense is okay. But Geno Smith, even with the weapons, it's like that they have, they don't succeed when they need to succeed. That's what good teams do in the NFL. Well, but, but it, again, it's just the stupidest breakdown ever. It's like, well, with really good players, they don't do it in the red zone. And The, the Tennessee Titans are 5-9. and nine. Really so I, even if their defense is what you say it is, which I mean, th- th- this is a team that has been erratic and they have they have started uh, multiple quarterbacks and that's multiple quarterbacks named Will Levis to your point. But again, if you want to be a playoff team right now, there is no better path of the seven and seven teams in the NFC than the path that the Seahawks have ahead of them. I mean, you would agree with that at least. Uh, yes, I, I would agree. You, yeah. you you've already you've already played your two games against the Rams. You've already played your two games against the 49ers. You did not have success in those in those games. So you're 0 and four in those matchups right there. You've only lost three other games. the The Rams are a much better team than I think a lot of people expected. They lost to them on the opening game, and they lost to them a second time uh, at home uh, on the road. So the 49ers are probably the best team, and the Monday night game, we will find out if they are the best team in the NFL uh, when they take on the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So you have a clash of the two number one seeds. Mm -hmm. But I think the 49ers are probably the best team in football right now. So losing twice to them. But that's four of your losses if you're the Seattle Seahawks. So you can call them erratic. The the loss on Thursday night football to the, the Cowboys 
isn't necessarily a a terrible loss. What they need to do is just they they need to go out and impose their will right now. If you're playing against a five and nine Tennessee Titans team, you should win that. The Steelers are seven and seven somehow, but you should be able at home to win that game. And the Cardinals are playing for nothing. You should be able to win those three games if you are a playoff team. If you lose those games, you're not a playoff team. And if you don't make it, fair. I wouldn't worry about it. That's that's my assessment on this. But nobody has a clearer path to the playoffs than the Seattle Seahawks. We'll see what they do with it. Pete Carroll has been very successful when his back's against the wall. Let's say playing the uh, division or the uh, conf- yeah division leading uh, Philadelphia Eagles with a backup quarterback on a rainy Monday night when your game got moved to Monday night. They found a way to win. And so I don't know if you start Drew Locke. I don't know if you start Geno Smith if he's healthy. Uh, To be quite honest, Geno Smith has been good in pressure situations. So I'm fine with either guy. But I think you get a good run-up to go, these games will show you what they have in reserve. And I'm actually more concerned about their defense. And what their defense did against Philadelphia was a lot more impressive than what Drew Locke did. And And they don't get enough credit. I mean, they gave up what, like almost thirty points to the Panthers earlier in the year. They're, they're, earlier they're, in the year, yes, they did. Well, but, but two. What my point is, two of their seven wins were against cupcakes in Carolina. I think two of seven, though. But that's five wins. That's five wins. If they don't win those cupcake games with, with the Commanders and Panthers on your schedule, it makes it a lot easier for you. I would argue that only beating the Cardinals twenty to ten earlier in the year, looking at their schedule, it's like uh, once again, kind of goes to the point, you guys. You should be a lot better with this talent. And the Titans, once again, their defense is a mystery, man. They're, they're decent. They yeah. give up a lot of yards, yeah. but they don't give up a lot of touchdowns. And that's where Seattle struggled this year. I Listen, if they go in and lose to Tennessee, they had a, they had a good year with, you know, not a great quarterback. The thing is, you say that they have talent all over the place. They, they do. They do not have a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. They do not have a Matthew Stafford who's playing out of his friggin' mind. But they have the same caliber of quarterback that – that uh, Minnesota, the Saints, Baker Mayfield uh, in Tampa are rolling out there. So three of the other four teams at 7-7 seven and seven also don't have their quarterback situation figured out. You're telling me that you're putting Josh Dobbs, Derek Carr, and Baker Mayfield in the same category as Matthew Stafford? Yes, they're, a no. lo- they're a lot no. closer to what's going on with Drew Locke and Geno Smith than they are what's going on with Matthew Tommy Stafford. Tommy DeVito, yeah. Well, yeah, but Tommy DeVito's not in the in the playoff race right now. No, sorry, just backup quarterbacks in general having success. There's been a lot of them this year in the well, NFL. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of mediocre teams, and there always are. The great teams, Fair. the great teams are playing with with weapons at every position. Like, I mean, the the reason the 49ers and the Ravens are the top two teams in their respective conferences is they have great quarterbacks with great talent around them. Loaded, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, And great defenses on the other side of the ball. So it should be fun. This, this stretch of the NFL is going to be fantastic. That, sir, is my point. Well, I'm planting my booty at Christmas night. What could be a possible Super Bowl preview matchup between the Ravens and Niners? Yeah, uh, well, it starts tonight, man. Today is it's a de- it, tonight is a de facto playoff game, so the atmosphere should be electric. And uh, you know, with all the guys, uh, you know, concerned about Christmas shopping, anything can happen. Well, I don't know what the uh, odds are in a Puka Naku anytime touchdown tonight, but maybe you throw <laughs> your money down on that, baby. Woo! <laughs> Puka, let's go. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I'm not 100% sure where we're going next. I've got a few NFL scraps laying around, so we may just continue with the National Football League. But first, before we do any of that, Sports Center update. Here's Schulte. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Patsy and Elmo? That is correct. Please tell me that you've seen the TV special based on the song. Uh, I may have seen it. It's uh, awesome. Uh, I just watched it the other night. Yeah. I mean, it's now, it's no jingle all the way. Is Sinbad in it? <laughs> You're a jerk, dude. I'm no, a jerk. No, nobody, nobody we know, nobody we know is in it. Am right. I, am I being, am I being uh, a little too harsh on you today, Schultz? You're, you're not. It's I'm all just... fired up. I'm all fired up. I got my campground going salmon fishing. That's a, that's a big day. I got my, all, most of my Christmas presents are all wrapped, ready to go. Man, I'm I'm on it this year. But you can't handle Feeling. my love for Jingle All the Way. So yeah, you're a jerk. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> all I said was Jingle All the Way is not in the same league as the Santa Claus or Christmas Story. That's all I said. I would agree. I okay. just didn't think that putting a sound clip of it next to those movies made it in the same league. I understand I that you didn't think of that. That's why I had to point it out for you. Well, there you go. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sharing what other people think. When you, when you, when you put them together, it feels like you are giving them all equal value of all the Christmas movies you could have chosen. To choose those three to pair together insinuates that they all they all rest in the same uh, in the same category. Well, thank God this is my last day before Christmas because I, I yeah, I'm like souk last Friday, half halfway out the door. I'm like, all right, you know what? My brain just ain't working anymore. I'm not doing things right. I'm not saying things right. I uh, need a break. In fairness, saying things and doing things very difficult. It's very at difficult the same to time, do. Same time, right? Yeah, oh, could you imagine trying to do that at the same time? Uh, I've got some leftover NFL stories. Uh, I don't know how much you guys talked about Aaron Rodgers uh, in in the last week. It's probably exhausting. A little bit, but I I think that they hate him so much, as do I. I think we spent like one segment on it. Okay. We 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 can talk a little bit more about the the self-serving A-Rodge, if you want. No, we don't need to do that. What I'm I'm curious about is uh, I'd like to meet the guy that got cut because they took Aaron Rodgers off the IR. (laughs) That's what I. This is this is all I'm asking. What I want to hear from is the 53rd man on the roster who was released because they wanted to get Aaron Rodgers out there to practice. They've said so. If you if you're not familiar with the story, Aaron Rodgers has been uh, taken off of the injured reserve, meaning he's eligible to play. But everyone associated, including Aaron Rodgers, has said he is not going to play. But this allows him to practice with the team. Why? So the per I did I I could not tell you. So what I would like to know is who on the Jets who are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs already was cut and no longer has a job today because Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. That's what I would like to know. That's my only question. Can we get that guy? Try to get that guy on the phone. If we can get him in the last hour, we'll talk to him. All right. Speaking of the NFC, the AFC East. Are you aware of the controversy that is now surrounding the New England Patriots? Um, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, well, 2.0 sauce. According to multiple England. sources, NFL officials didn't properly inflate the kicking balls at Gillette Stadium before the Patriots matchup against the Chiefs. So this was the officials. This was because now the, the game ball. This is in New England. All the game balls are in the hands of the officials much sooner than they were when this original deflate gate. God, this was like seven, yep. eight, nine years ago now happened. So so now it's on the officials. What the hell's going on? Well, two two missed kicks. The kicking balls were not properly inflated for this. What? Um, how, how not properly inflated? I think. This, oh, I don't know. I think the story said. Well. Yeah, your balls are. Yeah, here we go. We're talking about the balls that are supposed to be ready for for game play are supposed to be up to, I believe, like thirteen and a half psi. And if I remember correctly, the story said one was only at twelve, the oh, other was boy. right around eleven. So they were underinflated. Yes. Oh my god! Here's the thing. 
Nobody cares why? Because the Patriots are terrible. Hmm. So it, it's this. It won't matter. And it does say it's the officials. It does not. It does not uh, say that this is Bill Belichick out there doing it again. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we sit with that. I did want to bring that up because it's hilarious. Deflategate 2.0. I mean, I did. I thought that I was having a little deja vu when I read that headline. It's like, are we still doing this? But it yeah. didn't just affect the Chiefs. It sounds like on this side, like we we should point out, it affected the alleged balls were for both sides affected a kick of both of the kickers. And uh, Vancouver kick. Ford text line, all texts on the fan are brought to you by the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, your dog goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale online at VancouverFord.com. Uh, somebody points out Butler missed his first and only kick of the year in that game. Ooh, see, yeah, that's I didn't realize that. I didn't yeah. know he was oh, perfect yeah. all season. Yeah, and you know what? That. He probably is going to miss his bonus now because his percentage will be below 100. Well, the cheese are so nice. Things. Andy Reid will pay him. They, they will. Did you hear Nick Sirianni's explanation of what they were trying to do on the play where the interception was made to end the game in Seattle on Monday night? I I think I heard it, but I, I, I want to let you fulfill the tease. Nick Sirianni's explanation that the Eagles were playing for a pass interference on the game that result or on the play that resulted in the interception that lost in the game. How do you feel, young man, Trying about the idea? Get the flag thrown? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the if I'm a head coach, I am trying to gain any advantage I can. Oh, all right. Oh, you're a dirty dirtbag. Uh, there's you. no because I'm also the guy that that I hate. Be, Deflate gate, for instance, can't stand that kind of crap. <laughs> Spy gate, that stuff really irks my craw. The whole sign stealing scandal, I think the Houston Astros are trash. But <laughs> I if, thought you were going to say Michigan Wolverines. Well, uh, yeah, we can, I digress. We can talk more about Coach Harbaugh <laughs> going into the 8 o'clock hour. But I guess when you're talking about from that position, there are available options to you to win a game. And in one instance, a penalty can save you. There's so many drives that happen. Every single game where, oh, my God, look, 70-yard drive, the, this, this team's going to score. They're marching down the field, upholding twice in a row, which theoretically I feel like you could call on almost every play in the NFL. So <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. If, it's, if you're talking like, well, you know, we, we, we thought we had a coach ready to go to kind of see what the other team was doing, but he was sick this week, so we couldn't get that, that leg up on them like we normally do. No, 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 that's not this. This is <laughs> simply trying to use what's available to you during the game, which penalties? Yes, I, I like that you're hoping for that, but to play only for that, I think that's a little, uh, that's kind of short well, I don't know that it was only for that. I mean, uh, obviously, if you're bringing it up. If you complete the pass, uh, which you can do, you don't accept the penalty. Uh, the one thing that I would change in the NFL immediately, if you gave me any sort of power, would be eliminating the automatic first down penalties. Pass interference, defensive holding, any of those things that result in an automatic first down in those situations, especially a spot foul, make it a 15-yard penalty. I don't care. But on a 4th and 26 or something, you should never have an automatic first down. And I realize that we want to keep the offensive out there as much as we can. But you still get to play another 4th down. But uh, that's the one thing that I would eliminate. So, unfortunately, I think it's an NFL problem. If guys are playing for that, it's because the penalty is too valuable not to. Refs suck anyways. Well, I I'm always surprised when you go back into slow-mo and you show how often the refs are right. It's true, but, but I'm, there's been I'm a an, lot of I'm a nice miscalls. person and you're not. There's been so many missed calls this year. It yeah. last, you go back even to 2022. The referees are missing more and more and more. Or just to keep the game flow going, like they're just not going to call one. Like Dak Prescott getting hit helmet first last week. It's like, yeah. what? That's not a targeting penalty. Okay, I get. All right. I can't. I can't say that I've looked at it to see if there's any truth to what you're saying right now, and going and seeing if there's any review of it. But but on on a week week in and week out basis, there is always a few calls where you watch it in full speed, and then they put it in the super slow mo, and you're like, son of a bitch, they were right. It's tough. Like no, it's it's it, it's it's an insanely difficult job, and I'm surprised constantly by how often they are correct. So. Did you want to talk about Jim Harbaugh? Oh, let's let let let's. We've get got a into short this. segment. We've got a short little segment here. Let's let's open up a All can right. of Jim Harbaugh. Next, next is ass. I'm I'm, I'm oh, I'm going to take the next segment off. Jordan Schultz Schultzy is going to open a can of Jim Harbaugh whoop ass, and he's going to do it next. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Not sure why they call it Dirt and Sprague. There is no dirt. There is no Sprague. Only Schultzy and me, Luke Anderson. Very exciting. Happy holidays. You tuned into the right day. Happy holidays to you. Have you decided, are you doing the Hawaiian 12 Days of Christmas or Meli Kalikimaka when you sing later? I mean, if you want me to sing and it's only Hawaiian choices, it's Meli Kalikimaka. Okay. We will get Meli Kalikimaka from Jordan Schultz uh, a little bit later. But right now, uh, he has promised to open a can of whoop-ass on Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it's kind of more so the NCAA opening a can of whip-ass on thought, Jim Harbaugh. I thought you were going to trounce him. He's a cheater, and he's a no-good, rotten scoundrel, and he's getting what he deserves. Well, now, Michigan undefeated and playing in the college football playoffs, so obviously the penalties have hard-standing implications. He was out for, what, seven games this year, and they won them all. So, yeah. And still uh, being rumored as a leading candidate for the Los Angeles Chargers head coaching job in the NFL. So. Oh, well, Bill Belichick's going to be fired. Maybe he moves uh, to the left I coast. Uh, well. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Coach Harbaugh, essentially, if you're not if you're not privy on this news, they have received the University of Michigan anyways, receiving a notice of allegations from the NCAA regarding alleged violations by the football staff during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period. This was according to a couple of university officials. So essentially coach Jim Harbaugh receives a level one violation for this is allegedly, that's what the story says, according to Adam Rittenberg from ESPN, allegedly not cooperating with or misleading NCAA investigators about violations and also some uh, lesser violations that looks like Michigan is going to be facing level two uh, violations. Four of those, they are considered uh, impactful, but not nearly as much. The three-game suspension that Harbaugh imposed on himself back in August, mm-hmm. um, also along with the one-game suspension for offensive coordinator uh, Sharon Moore, the the guy at the end yep. of the year that was the interim head coach uh, or the fill-in saying, yeah. like, we love you, coach. This is for you. This is for the players. We love you. Yeah. Anyways, so this is all coming back around from the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, coach Harbaugh trying to get out of any penalty sure. uh, by self-imposing. So the what what three is a level one? What is year. a level two penalty? What does that actually mean? I see. I'm not quite sure. I'm not privy <laughs> on NCAA like violation levels, but I do know that like level one violations are suspendable. Usually, like these are not necessarily like things that can remove you from a job unless you have like a big collection of them is but, Michigan, but is, Michigan be, is Michigan going to be eligible for the playoff next I, year uh, next year yeah. possibly not but I'm not sure that matters yeah it sounds like they don't care about the rules we've known this but even during covid recruiting happened when it shouldn't have they've been trying to steal signs Obviously, you, you, on sidelines, they shouldn't be. You said in the last segment uh, that uh, cheating of any kind uh, really uh, irks your craw, I yeah. believe was the exact Ruffles term. my skirt, irks, irks my craw, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Uh, so where, because you and I have not talked about this uh, directly, uh, where do you sit with uh, the Michigan Wolverines right now? If they were to win a national championship this season, mm-hmm. would you put them on the same level as the 2017 Astros or the Deflategate Patriots or the Spygate Patriots or the any other season Patriots. I would I, I I'm usually a very strong reactor to this, and I hate the University of Michigan for essentially getting caught red-handed here with the whole Connor Stallions bit and looking for other school signs. However, the Big Ten did something very unprecedented, Luke, and that was in the middle of the season where the, the conference says the violations happened and actually affected the results possibly of this season. The Big Ten stepped in and did something, and that usually doesn't happen in the middle of something going on or something that a team is being accused of doing. So I I, I kind of had to step back at that point and be like, you know what? Hey. It sounds like the conference left it to these other schools, you know, Ohio State, Penn State. Hey, those were the two best schools remaining on Michigan's schedule. 
We're, le we're leaving you the keys here. If you want to say that, hey, Michigan shouldn't be here, we're leaving it up to you. We're taking Coach Harbaugh off the sideline. Does that make a huge difference? Not necessarily, but at least it shows that the conference is trying to do something, and that's obviously only the conference. It's still you know, outside of the NCAA's purview, and we're, we're now seeing that, well, the NCAA, Michigan is still facing two investigations, and obviously this one with the earlier suspension that Coach Harbaugh served. Now, I mean, they were already having to respond with the 90-day the like waiting period for the second set of allegations. They have now got another thing to respond to in another 90 days, so no, they probably won't be in the playoff this uh, this next season in 2025, but yeah. uh, I Harbaugh do think... might be long gone before Yeah, then, but, but I do think that this was handled by the conference, so like I'm, I'm just not as mad as I normally would okay. be about okay. that. Okay. Well, I, I, uh, I hate to tell you this, but uh, I don't care about cheating. Cheat all you want. Go nuts. That's as you, as long as the game's entertaining. You know what? You really are a jerk, I don't, Luke. Oh, I know. I don't. <laughs> I'm not argue with you. No, I love you, bro. I'm <laughs> you're all good. Sometimes your sports takes just they they, they ruffle my skirt. That's what I'm here for. Hey, if if go. we got along with everything, it'd be a pretty dull show, wouldn't it? Uh, Blazers suck. Yeah. All right. Oh, next segment. Speaking of Blazers oh. suck, I do uh, in hour two. I want to get to the Blazers. Uh, we had uh, the uh, early recruiting period results yesterday, uh, but I did not hear anybody uh, give the rankings of the transfer portal results. Uh, might be interesting. Uh, to those Oregon fans out there, uh, because they are one of two teams that falls into a uh, elite group uh, for uh, making their football teams better. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you and I have not discussed the uh, new home of basketball for the Oregon State Beavers and the Washington State Cougars. Uh, That's a tasty to me, story. I well, and I think it's uh, I think it's a very intelligent uh, decision that they have made. Uh, so we will discuss that and more. In hour two of Dirt and Spray, or hour three, <laughs> I was like, "What? Hour okay. three? I am extending my day." Well, here, here here's my here's my uh, here's my barometer for how a show is going, Mister Schultz. If it feels like time is flying by, we're doing all right. So if uh, if I did not realize that we're going to hour three, that means so far so good, homie. We will do hour three of Dirt and Spray next. This is 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.